As a black man who is offering a reflection on occupying white space and inclusion of all people, let me begin by answering the following questions. Am I going to attempt to stir up something like white guilt or shame? No. Am I going to attempt something like race baiting, which I'm just now learning about? No. Am I going to attempt to make you feel sorry or sympathetic toward me? No. Am I going to attempt to make you reflect on the space that you occupy and how you treat and perceive others in the same space? Yes. Anyway, moving forward. About 99.9% .9 of the space that I occupy is white. Historically speaking, I was raised by my mother, who is white, with my dad being absent since I was eight years old. Naturally, you learn to live and grow in the space that you've been raised in, which in my case was predominantly white. It was only until 2017 in my ethics class at the Baptist Seminary of Kentucky where this reality confronted me with the guest speaker that we had come in and discuss race relations. Not only had this speaker helped me become aware of the fact that I had been occupying white space for my entire life, but I also didn't know what it meant to be black. I even went so far as to name this out loud to both the speaker and the class. I don't know what it means to be black. I sat there for a moment, stunned and confused, and I began to cry. Then I asked, what does it mean for me to be black when my whole life has been white? Now this same question and reality continues to sit with me to this day, even when I'm making this recording. I'm the only black male minister in a predominantly white church where I currently serve at. I'm the token black guy of my friend groups and social circles. The families I serve and work with are predominantly white. What does it mean to be black when you've basically been white for much of your life? And this is a question I should also clarify, a question not of spite or remorse so much as it is me asking out of curiosity and eagerness. Thankfully, which I'm, I'm so thankful to say this, I'm 100% comfortable in the space that I occupy and feel accepted and welcomed as I am. To this point, I'm very blessed, incredibly blessed, and thankful for this reality. Thanks be to you, Lord. Even so, I've still wondered what this means. What has it meant for me as a young black man and minister to occupy predominantly white space? What does it even mean to this day? Short answer, I'm still figuring it out. Long answer, I, t I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. But wait, there is more to consider and think to think about. Excuse me. I mentioned that I felt welcomed and accepted within the space that I occupy. As such, in a similar manner, how are we, how are you, going about something like the inclusion of all people? Not just black folks, but people of all skin colors, orientations, backgrounds, theologies, spiritualities, and so on. How are we, how are you, letting others both know and feel that they are welcomed and accepted in the space that we occupy? One of the things I'm learning in this process, because this is a process, much like life itself is a process, 
is the practice, and I do mean this wording intentionally, the practice of acceptance. To accept others for who they are more so than what they are. To perhaps lean into Christ saying, come as you are. Yes, the what, I'll say in this case the what, is interwoven in with the who. No, I don't think the two, the who and the what, are synonymous of each other. Using myself as as an example, yes, in the space that I personally occupy, I am seen as a black man. This is not the only thing I'm seen as, though. More importantly, I'm seen for who I am. A child of God, a minister, a fun guy who's got a really ridiculous laugh and acts like a 13-year-old, and a human being like any and everyone else. To this point, why emphasize the who versus the what? In my experience, and please hear me when I say this, in my experience, getting entirely hung up on the what has the potential to do more harm than good. For example, and I have, this has actually happened to me, so for example, if all I'm seen as is a black man and nothing more, then there's the potential for things like labeling, stereotyping, and judging to come to the surface, or judgment that can come to the surface. Because he's black, he must be athletic. Because he's black, he might try to steal from me. Because he's black, he must either be struggling financially, or hustling, or trapping just to get by and make ends meet. Because he's black, he must be a player with all sorts of women. Because he's black, he must have multiple baby mamas who he doesn't support. Because he's black, we need to tell him how to live his life or to make his life better, even though we haven't really taken the time to listen to him and his story. Now, in essence, I believe focusing solely upon the what throws who someone is out the window. A child of God, a human being who is no different than any other human being, and an individual who has thoughts and feelings just like any other individual. Because quite frankly, there's more to an individual than the color of their skin, their orientation, their preferences, and whatever else. Do we emphasize what someone is or who they are? How are we going about accepting others for who they are versus what they are? And I wonder, as I hope that you're wondering too, it makes me wonder how you the listener, are engaged in the process and the practice of accepting others for who they are and where they're at in life. Do you look at others solely for what they are based off of the color of their skin, orientation, preferences, and etc. and so forth? Do you treat others as you yourself would want to be treated? Do you strive to maintain or go after some sort of of mindfulness toward those you occupy space with. Now, for those who might be in a similar scenario to mine and are curious to learn about what it means to be in the color of your skin, any color, I should should say, any color, take some time to sit with that reality and those thoughts and feelings which I would imagine will come to the surface. Because, have you ever wondered what the color of your skin means within the space that you occupy? How might the color of your skin play into how you treat others as well as how others treat you. Now, in closing, 
I am a black man who occupies predominantly white space, who feels welcomed and accepted for who I am within the space. And I would certainly hope and pray that we, that you, strive to create and promote space where we welcome and accept all people for who they are, more so than what they are. And I wonder how you might strive to do this today.